Passion our purpose, profit our pain. I don't want my name to ever be in vain. A life full of substance is the only thing that will remain the same. Millennial Thoughts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Millennial Thoughts with your girl, Alicia. Enjoying this travel series that we're doing today. I have someone special that I met through um Instagram. Y'all know social media is where I meet all my people. Um, her name is Aaliyah, and she is the founder of the Diverse International Women of Color, also known as DIWC, on Instagram. And it's a nonprofit, and the scholarship goal is to inspire, encourage, and promote more women of color to study abroad. So, hey, Leah, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you for having me a part of this. This is wonderful. Yes, I'm so glad that you can join us. Um, I think it's really important. Like, I'm trying to get, like, all different people who are, like, being in travel, whereas I travel bloggers, you know, people who um, go out and, like, do home stays and stuff like that. And I thought it was really interesting has scholarships provided for people to study mm-hmm. abroad. Like it is so important. Knowing that they're out there, I feel like this is a good platform for people to be able to, you know, know about it and also just spread the word out so it can like, you know, become bigger and bigger. Um, yes, thank you so much. I appreciate this. Yes, you're welcome. So starting off, I guess, like what made you study abroad and like where did you go and how did you like okay. know you wanted to okay. do it? Great. So when I was a kid growing up, um, I used to look at a lot of kung fu movies with my dad. He was a big kung fu fanatic, such as we watched a lot of Bruce Lee movies, old school Bruce mm-hmm. Lee movies, and a lot of old school Jackie Chan movies. So I've always wanted to go to, I guess, Hong Kong because that's where those movies were being made. And I recently mm-hmm. I've had the, had the chance in 2012 to actually study abroad in Hong Kong and I was a, at that time I was a base, business major mm-hmm. so I went to go to one of the top business schools in Hong Kong which was the Chinese University of Hong Kong in Sha Tin Hong Kong and it was a great experience we got to go again for the summer 2012 stay for about five weeks there was about 500 other international students there from across the world and I guess got to take business classes. I took two business classes. One was human resource management, and the other class was business policy and strategy. And that was about it. We went to school from Monday through Thursdays, and then from on Fridays we went to um we did a culture trip, which is basically taking us to all the tourist places around Hong Kong. So I got to visit the, the different Hong Kong islands, the Big Buddha, all the tourist attractions, which which was amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so how long was you there for in Hong Kong? Um, five weeks. Oh, okay. So I left in June and came back in August, the first week in August. Okay. Um, so did you only study abroad one time? Yes, I only studied abroad one time. So I studied abroad my jun- junior year in college, mm-hmm. and that was it. Oh, yes. Oh, I think I studied abroad the summer before my junior year but um so did you like when you were younger did you grow up traveling like I know you um grew up watching the tv shows so like that but was like travel always something that you knew you wanted to do or that you just was like oh if it happens it happens that's really what I, I, I feel like um if it happens it happens so my father passed away when I was 15 15 going on 16 so that year mm-hmm. after he passed my my mom took my sister and I on a cruise and we got to go to like the Bahamas, Puerto Rico. So that was really my first experience of going abroad, going like, you know, to a different country. So 
I've always wanted to travel. Um, I think traveling is an important to, thing to do. You get to be immersed in a different culture. So I liked it. Oh, okay. And so now, um, well, you like it so much or you're giving opportunities for other people to study abroad, women of color. Um, what made you, I guess, choose that population and what made you want to start your nonprofit for travel? So what made me want to start my, my nonprofit organization was that, um, so after I graduated, well, after I finished the study abroad program, I had a connection of a group of friends I was really close with and they lived abroad. So um, like two years ago while traveling to Denmark, I really got the idea like, you know, maybe I should start something for women of color that want that need financial assistance to study abroad because I've benefited so much from study abroad. I got to visit again Denmark. I've been to India. I've been to London. I've been to um, Sweden. So just traveling to all these countries wouldn't have been possible if I had not studied abroad and took that chance. Even though studying mm-hmm. abroad is, you know, expensive, every penny counts while studying abroad. So the reason why mm-hmm. people ask me, like, why did you choose $500? The reason why I chose $500 is because um, my grandmother and my aunt and my mom, they, you know, all came together to give me $500 when I needed it to study abroad while in Hong Kong. So I think that's why the $500 is so important to me. And it helped me while studying abroad. It helped me at the end of my trip. When I when I was studying mm-hmm. abroad, so again every every, oh, like, every penny counts. Yes, and it's like everything is like so sentimental, but definitely every penny counts. Um, because some people have to get jobs, some people do scholarships, exactly. Like and so, um, every penny counts because you want to go and you want to see and do different things. Yes. And so, um, now, like, do you travel as much? Um, so the last, or like, the last international country I've been to was India, which was last year, um, May, and to visit mm-hmm. one of my international friends that I actually met while studying abroad. Her name is Akansha. So I got to um live with her for about. 11 days 12 days and see new delhi also on the way i got to visit um my other friend that lived in london when she wasn't there but i got to visit her um her friend he showed us around town in london for about a couple of hours so um that's the last international trip i've took so (laughs) i haven't really it's it's a lot of money to go aboard honestly i want to go to london so bad and india oh my god india is beautiful Um, the Taj yes, Mahal, beautiful. everything was just beautiful. It was, I mean, it was hot because we went one of the hottest months, but it was just mm-hmm. beautiful. The clothes, the food was amazing. Everything was beautiful. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I'll get over there one day. <laughs> Do you have any tips for like people who want to study abroad? Um, like what they should do or how to look into it or anything like that? I think that if you're looking to study abroad, I think you need to go to your study abroad um, office and advisor and take advantage of that. I had the wonderful chance of having Miss Becky Evans be my study abroad advisor. And she helped me throughout the student system. She helped me throughout the whole way. She helped me what I needed to get for my application process, um, the materials I needed, the recommend, you know, what recommendation I needed, you know, what grades mm-hmm. I needed. So just having that support system at the college or your institution where you're at is an important thing. Um, again, find things that interest you. So you can actually, you know, if you have to do a language requirement, you can go abroad and take a, a Spanish class. Or um, if you have a business requirement, you can take a business class abroad. So just find all the things that you need that's towards your major 
and just have fun while you're abroad. Make sure you do your work and then have fun later. (laughs) Right. Literally make sure you do do your your work. work. I had too much fun in Hong Kong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is there one thing that you would say, like a life-changing moment that happened to you? When you were there, um, um, like studying abroad or anything, I think the the I, I know it may sound corny and cheesy, but the most life thing experience that happened was again I I was growing up l- looking at kung fu um, movies and watching like <laughs> um, martial arts and stuff like that. So actually, my friend that um goes study storybook, he took me to a a famous park in Hong Kong. And I got to see like martial artists like recreating and doing like their own things, and I was just like, "Wow, like I can't believe that I'm here." So I think that's like one of like the big things, and also visiting the Big Buddha. You know, you read things and you see things when you're in high school and middle school. So just to actually just be, be there and just picture it, it was just a breathtaking experience. And also going mm-hmm. to the Victoria Peak and stuff. That, you know, it's things that you read and see the history of China. You know, it's just it was just an amazing experience. And like you're actually and like exactly like like, I'm here like you know I'm I'm at the Victoria Peak like I'm at the big you know you read things about the big Buddha you read things about Buddha when you're in high school especially when you're in high school Mm -hmm. doing global history so it was just it was just an important thing to do. Oh yeah. So what do you think what has been your most favorite place that you've been to? I think my most favorite place that I've been to is India. India is beautiful. It's hot but the, the, um, it's just it's just a nice city. They're beautiful, nice people. I felt like a celebrity while I was in India because everyone was taking <laughs> photos of me, and I went with my um friend, and they was taking photos of her too at the time. And it was it was just mm-hmm. a good it was a good thing. It was good. Um, my friend Akasha hosted us w- along with her sweet mates, and it was just so comfortable. It was just um her family fed us. It was just a one. It was a wonderful thing. Oh, okay. Speaking to that, so like, do you have any tips about, I guess, like, um, building friendships or like maintaining friendships? Like, when you study abroad with the people, you know, like yes. how you said you got to go like, over there and stay with them. Um, how did you like form those relationships, or how did you like keep in touch? So, um, I'm gonna tell you how I'm how I actually became a part. I guess a part of this collection group that we have. So, on my first day, I came to um the program Chinese University of Hong Kong with another student from Stony Brook University but I guess we Mm -hmm. lived in different halls or whatever the case may be um the first day of orientation I got to meet this guy named Halloween Wang and he was amazing and he was like you know come on a tour with me and I went on a tour with him and hung out with him and I got to hang out with his roommate and then the roommate knew um Emma and then Emma knew Akansha, and it was just all just so it, everything started with Halloween, which is he's an amazing person. He's actually getting his PhD by DC and Maryland area, so he's really mm-hmm. smart. But um, yeah, that's how I got to meet them. So we just became lifelong friends. Um, we had a reunion, a five year reunion in Denmark, in which um our friend Martin he hosted that reunion. So we was in his host his home country and we just got to travel along Denmark and we visit Sweden for one day. That was amazing. And then um Akasha was like, you know, come and visit me. And we then me and my friend went to India. A great thing okay. a great thing about this our friendship is that um Akasha and Fu, these are two people in my group, they're getting married where they already got married. So it was, it was, it's so cool. He's from Switzerland. 
and she from India. So it's it's just a, next year they're gonna oh. be having. A, I'm assuming they're gonna be having a wedding in India. So I'll be flying back to India to participate in that wedding or wherever the wedding yes, is. Yes, internet. Yes, international friends. I was um talking to somebody else. And she like met her husband like through some friends too or whatever, and then um they met and now their man is like traveling abroad yeah. and like relationships and stuff like that. People like me and get married and stuff like that. So it's like crazy. You never know where your soulmate may be. Exactly. I <laughs> just feel like enough. you know, I know a lot of people may you know, especially being an African American person, a woman of color. You know, some people be like, you don't need to go abroad. Like you know, that's for the you know the other people. No, step out, be different. Mm-hmm. Like, take the chance. You'll blow your mind. Like, there's scholarships out there. I have a scholarship. You can ask your family. You can do a GoFundMe account. If there's a way, there's a will. If there's a will, there's a way. And I think everyone should study abroad. I'm an advocate for everyone should study abroad. Because a lot of, you know, yeah. we're, the minorities don't get to study abroad. And I think one of the factors is, um, you know, not being exposed or not having enough money. But there's money out there. This exposure mm-hmm. is there. Was the you, hope is there. Yes, were you like overwhelmed by like the support and stuff like that you got, and like not knowing that um you would get that much? I guess um, what is it called? Like not essays, but like applications. Because I remember yes. you like talking about it and following you like how many applications so you got. So eighty four girls applied, and I was yeah. I mean I was promoting on Instagram, promoting on Facebook, LinkedIn, word of mouth, and I, on Twitter. I would like. I was really into it. So what I would do is um, I would put like hashtag study abroad because I know at the time during the time from like March, April, that's when people are getting acceptance to study abroad um, um, like mm-hmm. to their programs. So I would go on Twitter and get say, you know, if you need a scholarship, I'm applying for, I have a scholarship, you can apply. That's how actually one of the girls actually won. Her name was Christina. She's from, um, she goes to school in Florida. I actually found her on Twitter. And she applied, and her essay was amazing. And she won five hundred dollars. She went to Ghana. Yeah, so, I did see mm-hmm, her. I, did I see found her. her on Twitter because I was just like, I have. I kept posting. I was like, I have a um scholarship. You know, if you want, if anybody needs five hundred dollars, please apply. And I was just promoting, promoting, promoting. I didn't even think. I didn't think eighty four people would apply, but literally, that's crazy. I could, think, I could say probably eighty four out of the eighty four people apply. Only about 30, 35 people followed the directions that was listed on the oh. application. So that's another thing. When it comes to scholarships, a lot of people just don't want to listen to the directions. So yeah. um, <laughs> a lot of money I had to dis- you know, I had to reject the application because the application wasn't complete. So that made the process, I mean, way easier because I didn't have to look at their application. So um, it was a tough decision. I had my committee at the time that helped me read some of the applications. So I'm I'm glad that I made, you know, the last four. I'm glad that next year I can give out six scholarships. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, because this time you gave out yeah, four. This four. This so, yeah, so the great thing about this is that um, I funded three of the scholarships. So I used my own money to fund $1,500 worth of scholarship. And then I had one sponsor that gave me $500 last, this past June. However, for next year... I get to double that, so I'm putting in fifteen hundred, and then other people have donated and to put fifteen hundred dollars in. So it's just an amazing, it's amazing. This has been an amazing ride. Um, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for my supporters, and I'm very happy that they believe in this mission and to help. Again, every penny counts, and gets to help students, especially women of color, while they study abroad. Mm-hmm. How did you? Um, how were you able to like find your committee? Was it just like 
friends or something like that. that yeah, so at the committee with. was friends. So they were my, my good girlfriends I went to school with. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my sister on the committee. Um, I had actually a person that actually studied abroad. She actually went to Italy at the time I went to um, Hong Kong. So she was, you know, a study abroad person. And then I had my two other um, college friends from um college so those, those are the people that help and i actually and i also had one of my high school friends so she was the um i guess the community person like she would post and stuff like that on instagram and facebook oh okay so um for the people i guess if they are looking to study abroad or they are looking to support you where can they find you at to i guess donate or like mm-hmm. tell other people about it so they can actually go to Right now, I'm working on the website, but they can go to, I have a Facebook page called Diverse International Women of Color. And I also have an, the Instagram page, um, d.i.w.c, or you can put d.i.w.c. Mm-hmm. And then in the blink, you, um, you can have, I have a Go For Me page. So that Go For Me page, if anybody wants to donate, again, anything counts, that can help for future recipients of the scholarship. Okay, that's so cool. That's so great. Honestly, I was thinking about um doing like a couple of different things with that too. And so, where do you see like this scholarship or like your nonprofit? Like, where do you see it going? Like in the next couple years, like five. So years? in the next couple of years, if God willing, I want to be able to um I guess have like a big company that you know a big company or have a big sponsor so that we're able to give out more scholarship awards and it'll be for more amount a more like award amounts like maybe a thousand two thousand three thousand and also i wanted to um make it for men as well and also encourage mm-hmm. the high school students that's going to that's in the last like you know seniors that's in the high school to you know start getting some college credit so we could work something out and they can have a scholarship if they're you know taking early college college courses or if they want to study abroad in high school because they have some high mm-hmm. school study abroad programs as well you know i wanted to make that scholarship available for high school students but for right now um i wanted to just focus on you know promoting more women of color to study abroad so in the long term i want this to be for men as well men of color for and also for high school students too as well because okay. once you get that travel book that's it you're going to be going non-stop and it's yeah, important, you know, it's important, especially. I traveled, um, oh, sorry, what you No, saying? no, no, it's okay, you can keep going. Oh, I was going to say, I actually, well, I don't know if it's necessarily like a study abroad, but I did do a spring break trip my junior year in high school, and I went to Paris. Exactly, and that's good. I, they said they're going to Paris. I said, oh, me too. I didn't know no French for real, but I was, <laughs> I was out there trying to get prepared and ready for it because I was like, oh, I want to go to Paris. You know, you hear about it, you keep it going and stuff like that. People be talking about it, and I went there, and I seen it, and I was just Sometimes high schools, they do have, like, programs. Um for people to like study abroad. Mm-hmm. And I just so think I think it's important. important. I think especially for <laughs> minorities, I think we don't we're not given the opportunity to step out of our comfort comfort box or comfort zone mm-hmm. a lot. Because we're so used to seeing, you know, so used to seeing the streets, so used to seeing it's 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 a whole different life out there when you step outside. I'm from New York. <laughs> I'm from the Bronx. So it's a whole different world mm-hmm. when you step out from the Bronx. You know, you get yes. things, you get to experience. It helps you explain, you know, studying but helps you explain your global <laughs> network. So if you you know, what if you wanted to work in Paris and you know, okay, I know somebody that's a banker or I know somebody that owns a company. 
you could work for them, just based on the relationship and the, you know, the bond that you established while studying abroad. Yes, so important. So, people who want to apply for the scholarship, where can they go? Or when does um, scholarships, well, I guess when it's like open enrollment and stuff like that. So, the open enrollment period is in March for 2020, and then it ends in May, and then I will announce the winners come June. Because usually that's the time where everyone studies board June, July. Mm-hmm. And again, on March and April is when everyone's starting to get their um acceptance letters to the study abroad. Well, maybe G- G- January to March is when people start mm-hmm. getting their acceptance letters to study abroad. And, and so, so also did it in March because it's like March is International Women's Month. So just uh, <laughs> I wanted to start. That's, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. And so if they want more information, they need to like follow the Instagram. Yeah, Instagram yes, is- follow the Instagram and follow the Facebook page. Um, and yes. just look for updates. Instagram, I know, is d.w.d.i.w.c. Yes. Yes. I think there's an underscore in there, but I'm not quite sure. But it'll be in the message notes. <laughs> so if you want to study abroad and you need some financial help, you should look um, up this scholarship and be prepared in March. And if you know somebody, you should also share this with them so that they can apply to the scholarship. And if you also want to donate, you can go to the GoFundMe so we can help other women of color study abroad. Um, is there anything else you want to tell them, the listeners? Or you got any tips about anything like that? Free for all. Hello. Hello. <laughs> 